Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, did Nia Jax versus Charlotte Flair turn into a real shoot fight on Raw? Raw delivers precisely zero of the three matches it promised last week. WWE have announced six new signings, including Jimmy and Jey Uso's younger brother. And more details on Sasha Banks' absence from WWE. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this... That's what happens when you apparently can't get on the same wavelength as someone else. Uh, is the news. Pardon me while I drop you on your head. Uh, like, <laughs> like what happened when Ooh. Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair wrestled on last night's episode of Raw. So this was a deeply weird match. And, you know, in a match like this where Nia Jax, who's not the champion, pins Charlotte Flair, who is the champion, that's quite weird in itself. But it's not the big story coming out of this match. It's uh, the way it broke down. Well, like a couple of minutes in, they yeah. went to the commercial. And when they came back, uh, Nia hit a particularly nasty looking spine buster. Oh. There was a there was a cover. Uh, Charlotte didn't even kick out at one. Just as soon as Nia got on top of her, she went, nah, screw this, I'm out. I'm out of here. Uh, came back in, there was a backdrop a minute or so later. It was, it looked kind of stiff. Mm-hmm. Like Nia kind of let go a little bit early. It looked like uh, Charlotte hit the deck. And after that, brother, it was pretty much a shoot. Uh, or it looked like a shoot, you know. It was uncooperative. There was sandbagging going on. There were trades of strikes they were slapping each other hard there were other strikes they were talking smack to each other throughout there was one point where charlotte like really awkwardly ran the ropes and then stopped and jumped on naya's shoulders and then like a reverse guillotine yeah or and then like locked her shoulder and then they fell to the map it was a whole deal they eventually recovered i i say recovered the match was kind match of ended, by that point. yeah saying. but they eventually got back on script naya picked up the victory by a choke bomb so you'd imagine more is going to come from these two but my god this was a weird match wasn't it you've probably seen the clip doing the rounds mm. on social media if you haven't go and go and search twitter for naya and charlotte you'll find the video clear enough but good grief, this was a weird match. Yeah, I mean, I normally watch Raw sort of double speed early on yeah. a Tuesday morning because, God, imagine sitting through three hours yeah. of that. But even I, early on, were like, wow, these two aren't on the same page. And like you say, then it just devolved into yeah. that moment. I think the, the particular moment that I think of, because it's all well and good, like maybe slightly stiff moves and let people go. It's the bit where they just stop, look at each <laughs> other, and then just slap, slap each other really each other, hard, yeah. basically. 
uh, the whole show, as we'll get onto in a second, was was very surreal. I guarantee you and I are going to be reporting on this tomorrow. That Vince McMahon <laughs> came in and went, no, rip the script up half an hour before. Yeah. Let's rebook all the matches, as I'll talk about in a second. Uh, but again, a weird match to just have anyway. Yeah. Heel Nia Jax versus <laughs> the heel champion. But then again, to segue beautifully into my first story, I suppose they were thinking, oh, the fans are going to miss out on that because one of the matches we were promised this week on last week's show was a heel, Sheamus, versus a heel champion, Bobby Lashley. They didn't do that. They didn't do the Miz versus John Morrison. The Miz, conspicuous by his absence on Raw last night. They came very close to doing the Doodrap versus <laughs> Eva Marie, but that just never happened. Eva Marie uh, just got beaten up by Dewdrop before the bell, which makes Dewdrop a... Another heel? I don't know. What's it was a, it was a mess. This show, like there were some good. great moments. Let's just say very quickly that U.S. Championship Triple Threat match was mwah, absolutely great uh, and a clean finish yeah, amongst all that. And a really nice moment of Drew McIntyre sort of acknowledging Damian Priest. Damian Priest, as we've been saying for months now, doing said set. He's one of yeah. the few good stories in terms of transitioning from NXT to the main roster. Carrying Cross looks at that and goes. I wish I could have that. So Why am I like... quang now? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, they literally, me and Sige on Friday, because yesterday was a bank holiday, apologies for our absence, we recorded a preview and normally I go, well, they haven't announced anything, let's just make some bollocks up. But we were like, oh, they've announced three matches. Three matches There's yeah. some fallout from the storylines from last week. We can all talk about that. What actually happened is they didn't do any of those matches. They put two championship matches on just on a whim after, after a choo-choo promo train at the start of the show. Uh, and Alexa Bliss, who appeared to be lining herself up to be the Extreme Rules Challenger for Charlotte Flair, was nowhere to be seen in an Ajax Pinder. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, this was very strange, wasn't it? Very, very strange indeed. They're really taking the whole card subject to change thing to the extreme. And, you know, the thing about the card subject to change disclaimer is that it technically gives WWE carte blanche to do whatever the hell they want, regardless of what they announce. But it shouldn't really be that way. I mean, this disclaimer was originally for unforeseen circumstances. Yeah. Now, maybe it'll come out that there were unforeseen circumstances and certain people couldn't make the show. But Seamus and Bobby Lashley made this they show. They were there. Even Marie yeah. They were there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Lord knows what's going on. And some of the things they decided to do with the people otherwise were just baffling. The triple threat was tremendous, don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, but then you had John Morrison losing to Omos in two minutes, and it's like... Way to settle his baby face run. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you pushing this guy or what? Because that's not how you do it. If you want to have Omos squash someone, and they'll pick some random goober, have a local enhancement talent, have anyone. Alberto Carrillo got yeah. squashed by Gary Cross and no one cares. Yeah, like get Akira Tozawa in there. Like who? Well, he was dressed as he's, he's dressed as a dog. You know, it was good stuff last night. <laughs> Here's a dog. Yeah, he was a bit busy. He was a bit busy, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, really, Shout really. Shout out to our truth, actually. Why are you jumping over a gate? There's a handle on it. Was a very funny line. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah, he gets WWE style yeah. comedy, doesn't he? And he's going to be doing that for years and years. Uh, but yeah, weird show. Strange choices were made across the board. And uh, what's my second story? I've genuinely no idea. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of stra- strange, WWE hiring people. It's not that strange. Uh, <gasps> WWE, yeah. new signings, right? Six of them, six people, two second generation stars, right? The first one <laughs> is the son of Bull Buchanan. Be cubed. <laughs> yeah, there yes. you go. Be cubed. Be free. Be free. Oh. Home. Uh, his name is Ben Buchanan. Uh, he's 22 years old, six foot four, 250 pounds. What uh, attracted them to him? <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Uh, WWE, of course, uh, announced these yesterday on their official website, which is where this comes from. Now, the second second generation star is uh, Seth Afatu or Joseph 
Fatu to give him his real name. He's 28 years old. He is the brother, the youngest brother of Jimmy and Jey Uso, which means, of course, he is the son of Rikishi. Um, he's got a bit of indie experience like Buchanan. He's been wrestling for two or three years. He's worked for companies like GCW, a few others. Uh, but then we get into kind of like the non-indie wrestlers mm -hmm. on here. Uh, we've got Bobby Steveson, who's kind of another notable name. He's Gable Steveson's brother. Uh, WWE, of course, have been heavily linked uh, with Gable. Uh, he's another big lad, another young lad, uh, so it's reflective of the new policy. Uh, Brady Booker is another one, 21 years old, six foot three inches, 245 pounds. Uh, and we got another one, Joshua, Joshua Dawkins, sorry, uh, whose uncle Daryl was an NBA player. He's been trained by Devon Dudley. There's one more, uh, Jessica Winilko, Winilko, apologies if I mispronounced that. Uh, CrossFit athlete, gymnast, bodybuilder, the only female on the list. So yeah, new 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 people coming in, all under the age of thirty. All under the there age of thirty, and they have a new thing uh, in NXT or the Performance Center or whatever it is that they have now. It is literally one of those things you used to get at theme parks. You must be this high <laughs> to compete in the WWE. They're all like six three or something like that. They're all large. Oh my days! So so I'm six three. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> uh, but look, look, it's going to be exciting to see what they do next, and especially with you know. It was my first chance to see the, the weird new NXT logo that I'd seen teased on Twitter yep. on, on Raw last <laughs> night. Changes are coming. Are they going to be good? I don't know, but I've got my popcorn at the ready. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on and talk finally about Sasha Banks. She's, of course, been absent uh, for a while. She didn't wrestle at SummerSlam. She wasn't on SmackDown this week, for example. Uh, but according to PW Insider's Mike Johnson, uh, she won't be returning this week, barring any last-minute changes either um by the sounds of things it's not too much to worry about because apparently the promotion hopes to have her back on the road by the 10th of september which is of course when the super smackdown show takes place in msg but yeah smackdown just stacked with female talent yeah. right now it's bursting at the seams isn't it so you know if there's you can't call someone's absence due to unforeseen circumstances good. However, there are certainly worse times from the brand's perspective that this could happen. Obviously, the key is uh, hoping that whatever's keeping Sasha out isn't too bad and that she's mm -hmm. doing okay and she's recovering from whatever it may be. Uh, hope to see her back on our screen soon because that division looks kind of silly yeah. uh, when she gets back. And uh, yeah, there are lots of really exciting possibilities on that show. I've worked out the thing that makes SmackDown so good is the, quote, nine Bs of SmackDown. Will I be able to remember them as I go through these? No, but try it anyway. Brock, yep. Bloodline, I just sort of grouped them all into there you it. Go. Uh, Becky, Bianca, Banks, Baron, Big E, two more. There's one I remember definitely. Come on, help me out here. Uh, uh, Balor. Balor. And the best one of all, Boogs. <laughs> the nine Bs of SmackDown. There you have it right there. But yeah, um, look, Bianca Bella and Becky Lynch and a returning Sasha Banks. They shouldn't have any trouble booking till the Royal Rumble, probably now with the SmackDown Women's Yeah, the Royal Rumble 2024. I'll <laughs> through it by next week. So there you go. Anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Daniel Navarro, who says, Lads, after watching your Bray Wyatt podcast, thank you very much. And if you like those sorts of things, what culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, it got me thinking of the talent logjam issue. Do you think that a rotating seasonal roster would be a good fix for hyping up wrestlers whilst others recover or build up anticipation? Yeah, to an extent, um, in certain companies where the roster is huge, 
WWE, obviously, AEW is kind of going that way now as well. And there is benefits to people just disappearing for a bit, right? Being off TV for a few weeks and coming back and then re-entering the program. AEW already does that to a degree, but that will be more become more important as mm -hmm. the promotion progresses. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's kind of how, like, wrestling was put back in the day. Territories. Yes. Uh, you go to the territory, you stay for as long as you're effective, you go away uh, for a while, you go somewhere else, and then you come back and freshen up and everything else. It prevents people getting bored of you, prevents oversaturation, everything else. So, yeah, it's a good idea and I think we'll see more of that in AEW in particular in WWE I don't think they can help themselves so no. probably not over there but I'm yeah. going to give Andy a heart attack as I say this I've just got to agree with what Jim Cornette says about this and that is how can I miss you if you won't go away I hey, think you're exactly right sometimes he's right yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah uh, just the fact that some people like they come in they have a great title run or a, a title challenge or a big feud or whatever and then it's just like Oh, we've gotten out for you, but we've got three hours to kill. So do you want to fight? Uh, um, uh, Dana Brooke? Yeah, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> go away from it. Like, like Asuka, who I'll talk about in a second. I, you know, I miss her on being on TV, but that's good because for a while it was just like, Asuka, Asuka, Asuka. Yeah. And she was holding that, that women's championship division down, doing a great job with it all. But... Go away so I can miss you. Anyway, uh, second question today comes from John Shoemaker Jr. who says, Good morning, legends. If WWE was ever to make Karrion Cross a face, you'd have to be able to see his face first, of course. Uh, <laughs> do you think that could ever work or be a disaster? It can't be worse than what he's at right now. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's not made the best start to me in roster life, has he? Um, he doesn't strike me as a natural baby face, Karrion Cross. Like, I, I, I don't know what about his character you would latch onto as something to root behind. Like, he's he's not particularly, like, badass or imposing in the same way as a Brock, who can work as a babyface, I think, because he's so impactful mm. and so mean with his offense. Um, he's a guy who's quite reliant on, like, the pomp and circumstance and the smoke and mirrors. Nothing wrong with that. That's Pro Wrestling no. 101. That's not an insult, by the way. Bring don't back turn it into Scarlet. One. What are you doing? Exactly. But um, I don't know. I, th there aren't really any qualities for me in his work that scream babyface. Brock as well, by the way, who's a comparison point because he's another monster, yeah. is a great seller as well. He's a really underrated bumper and seller, Brock Lesnar. So... Um, I don't see any of that in Cross. I think he's a much better heel, and uh, even though they've kind of not done the best job so no far, one, it was it's the way to good hear a rat piss on cop. Yeah, she could when Jill he came Simon. out last night. <laughs> it was ridiculous. The only thing that I think that could make him a good baby face is you know his like sleeper submission thing where he does like the fresh hand next to his <laughs> yeah. ear, giving me cubes now. So there he wraps whilst he puts someone to sleep or something. <laughs> Just a thought. It can't be any worse than after, right? As to give on Monday Night Raw or anything. Uh, Jonathan Johnson, final question of the day, saying, hello, beautiful people. What do you think about maybe Asuka returning as a heel to freshen up her character? I think it's a good idea. She's not really done that in WWE. Mm. She's obviously shown flashes of nastiness uh, in certain feuds and rivalries and everything else. But yeah, why not? I mean, we've seen kind of variations on the happy, dancing, yeah. baby face person that she's kind of evolved we into. We needed that noise during the first bit of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah exactly. She was, she was one of the best kind of empty arena you were oh, yeah. for me because you were so vocal and everything else. But yeah, it's a good idea and I think there's lots of exciting matchups with, with people on different sides of the alignment skill that we maybe haven't seen before in those roles. Although they are rapidly running out of baby faces because they don't know how to book them. But speaking of great heels, let's move on to today's and finally and go to a man that we've gone to quite regularly recently because there's one thing we love here at What Culture. It's boiling piss. And that's exactly what <laughs> Matt Cardona does. He tweeted this overnight. I just pitched a great storyline to creative uh, and screenshot an email he 
they sent to Joey Janela of GCW saying, we should rena rename the GCW world title the GCW universal <laughs> title. Thanks for reading, Matt. Very good. Can I have Very a quick good. look at the replies to that? He's posted an image somewhere of this belt as well that I saw floating around. He put it in his fridge again as well. Yeah, he's just he's doing all the right things, isn't he? He knows how to wind up those GCW fans. It's very funny. Lovely it's very stuff. Good. More like of this it. sort of thing. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Oh, we've got a busy day today. Oh, yes. Not only will we be reviewing Monday Night Raw because of the bloody bank holiday, we also today have to review SmackDown and Rampage and preview NXT. You're getting so much good stuff. You don't need to listen to anything else, including your other half. Uh, let us know your thoughts, <laughs> though, on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch, they can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for H. You know what else you definitely don't need to listen to? Donda. It's... it's, it's... Oh, I've not listened to it yet. Do you have insomnia? Uh, no. Okay, it's going to cure it, even if you don't. <laughs> right. Sorry, Kanye. It's, it's oh, no. That's ruined my day. I two watch. hours. It's two oh, hours. Get on it, with it, mate. It's never not... longer, better than a three out of five. It's rubbish. Oh, okay. Do well, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.